For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to Know Your History on the Mortcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. June 17, 1994. To put into perspective what was happening in the country uh, is kind of, it's one of those hard-to-capture um, moments in time, a snapshot Between 1992 and 1995, there was a series of events that fundamentally shaped the course of America as we know it, uh, some of the most traumatic and momentous events that we've ever seen, starting in 1992 with the L.A. riots after Rodney King King was, uh, excuse me, the cops who beat Rodney King famously on camera uh, were found not guilty. And that started several days of intense riots uh, in L.A. Now, L.A. was no stranger to riots. Uh, The Watts riots happened there in 1966. And so they were familiar with it. And the explosion of angst, the explosion of of just we've had it, um, kind of is reflected in what we've seen today uh, after the uh, murder of George Floyd. We are... I was 14 at the time in 1992, and I remember distinctly thinking it couldn't get any worse. A couple events in 1993 were also extremely traumatic. Uh, The World Trade Center's first time it was bombed was uh, in 1993. There was a truck bomb at the bottom of the World Trade Center. Uh, Didn't end up doing the damage that uh, had happened eight years later, but uh, it was effective, and it was effective in getting fear up. Additionally, uh, the Branch Davidian uh, cult in Waco, Texas, was uh, raided, and uh, several, um, about what, I think about 50 people perished, including children, in a raid on the cult uh, in a moment that was played out on live TV. And that's going to be something that is going to fix, uh, to affix the American public in a way that we had not seen before. Quite frankly, yes, the Vietnam War played out on television uh, in the late 60s and early 70s, but to this extent, we hadn't seen domestic culture play out on live television like we did. It was different. Um, As a kid who grew up in the 80s, I didn't see this. Uh, We had the bombing of Libya in 1986, maybe, and the Challenger disaster in that same year. But we really did not see this, uh, and it was all within a very brief, very brief period of time. 1992 to 1995 featured many a touchstone, and it ended with the Oklahoma City bombing uh, that uh, devastated, devastated the city of Oklahoma City and uh, really fundamentally set probably the course of the next uh, uh, half decade of the 90s. But by 1994, things had calmed down a bit. 
Uh, obviously, we were clear of the two traumatic events in the first uh, year of the Bill Clinton administration, <clears throat> and we be- we found ourselves uh, at a relative lull. Um, 1994 did feature the Republicans taking over Congress after um, stoking up a lot of uh, what I would call angst uh, due to the Clinton's attempt to overhaul the health care system. And it really culminated in them taking over Congress. But that wasn't a traumatic, quote-unquote, event. That was regular politics. Um, In between, however, there was a culmination of something that had been extended from the L.A. riots in 1992, just two years before. Um, Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman uh, were murdered late one night. In 1994, and in the summer of 1994, and Nicole Brown Simpson was the wife of O.J. Simpson, or titularly the ex-wife. Um, they believe they were separated at the time. I'm trying, I'm trying to get remember 26 years ago. And people need to understand something. Um, and when you're looking at this from the past, um, from the future, and looking at the past, the O.J. Simpson was huge in a in a cultural icon sense, not necessarily in a current popularity sense, but in a cultural touchstone sense. O.J. Simpson was big. He had appeared in three big movies, uh, one of which was set to be released that summer, all the Naked Gun series. <clears throat> he appeared as Nordberg. And he was in the Hertz commercials. He was a football player. He did Monday Night Football. Uh, O.J. Simpson was everywhere. Everyone knew O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson was well-liked. There were rumors that he was a domestic abuser. And in fact, uh, it played out in court long before uh, Nicole Brown Simpson was murdered. It was, uh, it was... It was kind of... At a time where I think if Twitter was around back then, it would be more prevalent and O.J. wouldn't have been looked on as well as he was at then. But <clears throat> O.J. Simpson was, at that point, an icon. A really well-beloved icon. And when the police began circul- circling around O.J., people were like, oh, shit. Uh, O.J. may have done this. And it was all-consuming. Um, it didn't, the, I mean, people misremember here, the genesis of this thing was not the slow-speed Bronco chase. This was a several-day build-up to what eventually happened. Concurrently, you have the 1994 NBA Finals happening at the same time. There was a lot of other events, which was covered in a great for 30 for 30, uh, about the 17th of uh, June 1994. I suggest everyone look it up. It was done in the second season of 30 for 30. Uh, Excellent. And it shows you all the events that were happening at the same time. Arnold Palmer retiring from um, the the majors in uh, the uh, uh, PGA. You had the Rangers had just won their first Stanley Cup in forever. You had all that happening at the same time, including the World Cup, which was huge. The World Cup in the United States, it was huge. It was everywhere. It was absolutely everywhere. Um, But 
the NBA Finals was different. It was a it was a prime time event that uh, was encapsulating the first Jordanless year. This was the year after Jordan retired, and it featured parity in as I've discussed in other podcasts parity in a uh, NBA that hadn't been missing and lacking parity for many years since the 70s. There had never been so many competitive races and competitive teams uh, in years. And it became a race to the top that was eventually was ve- uh, that was eventually culminating in the Houston Rockets and my yes, I said that right, my New York Knicks meeting in the finals. <clears throat> it was a it was a finals that gets misremembered, and it was completely taken over by the events that transpired during Game 5, which I will get to. Um, those NBA finals were uh, slow-paced, sloggy. Um, the New York Knicks played that way because of the players on their roster, and Pat Riley really, really, was. that's the way he thought defense should be played. And if you watch his... Miami Heat teams of the later that decade, you'll understand it's exactly the way he thought games should be played. Um, and the Knicks succeeded in dragging the Rockets down to that level. The Rockets were more of a fast-paced team. They weren't fast by 80s or 2020s standards, but they were, you know, they were fast for 1994. They featured a Hall of Fame superstar, Hakeem Olajuwon, one of the best centers in NBA history. Um, the, through four games, it was 2-2. And it was, there was no team, and this is something that carried through all the way to Game 7, there was no team that really held a huge advantage in this series. Um, this series was extremely competitive to a point where people um, didn't probably understand uh, how competitive it was. Uh, because of the events of Game 5. It was 2-2 coming into Game 5. The, uh, the, the, they had split, like, one win, one loss, one win, one loss, and it was just it was the way the series was going. And Game 5 was going to be one of those crux games, those pedal games, and that's, when, that's back when the uh, NBA was 2-3-2. Two, two. And... <clears throat> The two-three-two format uh, was a format that kind of was made because you had a lot of series that were Boston and Los Angeles, and travel in the '80s was not tremendous, and even into the '90s, travel was grueling, and it was better to if you're going to be on the one of the coasts, it was be, it would be better to just stay there for three games rather than fly back and forth, not in the Two two one 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 format that we have right now, and had before. So the uh, day there was a three game stay in New York. Coming to Game Five. Prior to Game Five, uh, the shit went down where they were talking about O.J. Simpson needed to turn himself in because he was going to be booked for murdering his wife and uh, Ronald Goldman in a brutal, brutal, brutal. <clears throat> Absolutely brutal manner. One of the pivotal moments <clears throat> in American history. It became a touchstone for race 
it became a touchstone for how an NBA series was viewed. I will never forget Game 5. It was something that I think, to this day, needs to be properly, properly talked about and examined. And I will do so in a moment. Golf is here. That's right. We have another full weekend of golf ahead of us. And even though the trophy is reserved for the winner, uh, big cash winnings don't have to be. Add to this excitement at DraftKings Sportsbook and their America's top-rated sportsbook app, and uh, you will be the center of action when you sign up to a $1,000 bonus. Uh, a bonus of $1,000, excuse me. Um, gambling is legal in Colorado. Obviously, it's kind of strange because there's no, um, technically no sports going on. And so uh, it's kind of hard to, uh, to think about betting when... You know, you have NASCAR going on, you got uh, golf, as I've just said, and some other fits and starts of other things. But you can still enjoy DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, it is definitely something that I would encourage you to do because it's fun. And it is DraftKings is making it easy for you to do it. It is safe, secure, and reliable. And it's not like what it was before with you, like having it was offshore sportsbook acts where it's really sketchy. You feel not good. This is the state of Colorado. It is legal. And this the offer that is coming to you is available to you only in Colorado. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code MHS when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is going all, way, all out with a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Just enter the code MHS when you sign up. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 and older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit requires 20 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Game 5 of the 1994 NBA Finals got underway right as there was a search for O.J. Simpson. Earlier in the day, the police had announced that they were booking uh, O.J. Simpson and they needed him to turn himself in. Problem was, no one could find him. Uh, The prevailing notion was that Al Cowlings, his good friend from USC, his USC days, was with him. But no one could find him. And this is pre-cell phone days, okay? Um, There were people who had car phones. There was a primitive kind of mobile phone thing. But really, you couldn't reach people if they weren't around. If they weren't near a landline, you really couldn't reach them. Obviously, by that point, OJ was rich enough to where he had a car phone. Uh, Later that day, uh, and, and this is something that I think that maybe we need to examine. The split screen of the NBA Finals gearing up and what was going on at uh, O.J. Simpson's Brentwood Estate is will forever be burned into my brain. It was surreal. It was a collision of celebrity, a uh, collision of omnipresent news, and it was a collision of a very... Sad event where families were ripped apart 
the, the Brown family and uh, the Goldman family just absolutely torn apart by what was going on. And not to mention O.J. Simpson's kids and the kids that he had with Nicole Brown. There are, it's just, it was sad, but it was surreal to watch people, fans, lined up out his Brentwood estate, but a, a veritable ant swarm of reporters and media. There were helicopters, I th- at one point I think they, they counted 12 helicopters. I don't know how they got the airspace to clear that many tw- helicopters up, to including police helicopters, and media helicopters to to hover over the Brentwood estate that of O.J. Simpson's and search for him. It was it was unbelievable, and this was going on all day, all day. It was absolutely insane. You've never seen anything like it, and I don't think you think we really think we've seen anything like it since it was. It was the fall of a respected me. Well, at that point, he was a respected celebrity, quote unquote. And how people were kind of sickened by the media coverage, but at the same time, you couldn't turn away. I, I still to this day, I've never seen anything like that. Um, the, meanwhile, the NBA Finals gets on, and you see a constant breakaway. Now you can find Game Five. On YouTube, all the O.J. Simpson stuff's cut out. Um, I was watching this at my dad's house in uh, Arvada, and it was for someone who was watching it live at the time. I can tell you, you know, I'm 16, 17 years old, right? I can tell you that um, watching the it was distracting. You couldn't pay attention to the game. You were sucked in by the real-life drama. If you watch the YouTube version of the game, you will see the game as it is. And you will see that it's actually, of the seven games that were played, other than Game 6, the following game, it was the best game of the series. Competitive, a little more free-flowing, but not much. The Knicks really ground the Rockets down. Uh, Kim Olajuwon was Fantastic! That was his MVP, MVP season. It was Hakeem Olajuwon was fantastic. He was just he was Hakeem Olajuwon that we all remember the Dream Shake. Uh, Patrick Ewing had an awful offensive series, but a great defensive series. I think he set the set the record for most blocks and I believe most rebounds in an M- a seven game NBA series. Um, so he was. While not playing well offensively, he was doing well defensively. Um, but this was the John Starks series, where he's, his blowing hot and cold, basically, is what cost the the Knicks the eventual series win. But all that didn't matter. Because the human drama of O.J. Simpson being pursued, eventually, by the way, mid-game, being pursued down the highway, in the slowest speed chase you've ever seen in your life, while he is on the phone talking to the police inside Al Cowling's Bronco. Uh, you can't really describe how weird it was. And we were getting reports at the time that 
OJ was threatening to kill himself, which and literally later we found out to be true. Um, it was... Let me put it to you this way. Until I began watching the series, I knew the Knicks had won Game 5. I didn't remember they had won Game 5. <laughs> I seriously did not remember the Knicks had won Game 5. And I, at the time, was a Knicks fan. I had, I had no idea they won. And it's because everything about that slow-speed Bronco chase consumed everything. And what it did was render a seven-game NBA series that was the culmination of, of Hakeem Olajuwon's career. It rendered it completely moot. People remember OJ from that series. You ask anyone what they remember about the 1994 NBA Finals, people who were around at the time, they, the first thing they say is OJ. And some of that was because the Knicks had succeeded in dragging the uh, um, Rockets, excuse me, dragging the Rockets down with them in their terms of their pace of play. Some of it is the fact that OJ just overwhelmed it. And I think that it's unfair to that series because it was a competitive series. Uh, every single game was within 10 points. Uh, game six, famously, if Hakeem Olajuwon doesn't get his, a pinky, like the end of his finger on John Stark's saw, shot, and by the way, Starks had an unbelievable fourth quarter in that game. If Olajuwon doesn't get his hand on that, Knicks uh, win that series. And history looks different. It is remarkable how these things happened. And they happened all at the same time. It was an extremely tumultuous time in America. It was a tumultuous time for race. Um, the L.A. riots in 1992 were traumatic because we had not seen anything like that for since the 60s. And it was a slap in the face to white America. Uh, it contributed to George H.W. Bush not being elected. He looked aloof. He looked out, out of place. He didn't know how to handle it. It kind of combined there with him eventually losing. Ross Perot aided to Bill Clinton in 1992, November. 93, we have two extremely traumatic events. The key with all of this is every single one of these events from 1992 to 1995 with the Oklahoma City bombing played out on television. You could even extend that out to the Olympic Park bombing in 1996 in Atlanta. Think about that now. Think about, think about all the shit that went down from 92 to 96, right? which happened to encompass my years in high school. <laughs> think about all that went down and think about later how things things apply to today it's, it's, it's amazing how those events from 92 to 96 
reshaped our appearance of media, probably <clears throat> contributed to later advents on, on a, a huge advances in uh, 24-hour news networks. People saw the appeal outside of CNN of 24-hour news. In 1996, Fox News starts. Um, a couple years later, MSNBC starts. 24 hours news becomes a huge monster, and then social media takes over. It's absolutely unbelievable to look back on. And the, sixth, the 17th of uh, June, 1994, was in many ways a touchstone. And you also add into that the trial the following year, 1995, and the circus that was that trial. And I'll never see a time like that again in my life. And thank God, because it was awful. And the NBA could have had a great series sans Michael Jordan. And it didn't happen because it was obscured by O.J. Simpson. Maybe that series gets remembered differently if that doesn't happen. You never know. But because of the fallout, the Naked Gun 33 and a third tanks at the box office, um, the just the perception of media changes, the circus atmosphere of everything changes. Later, I, I believe like a year later, court TV happens. One of the big cases is a case, a lawsuit against the Black Crows on whether a manager was entitled to their profits based on a, something signed on a napkin. It all culminates in the ridiculousness, maybe, that we see right now. We'll never know. But all I know is, I'm going to end on the moral for me personally, uh, that Knicks team, the year previous, was a better team. The 93 Knicks team was a better team. The 94 Knicks team had a better shot at the title. And... I don't blame any Knicks fan for looking back on that and thinking we had a shot. And John Starks going thermonuclear and then John Starks going one for 18 in the following game. You live by the sword, you die by the sword, guys. All right. Thank you all for joining me in the latest uh, Know Your History. Yeah, that's what this is. I'll be talking to you soon. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.